No more pathetic loss has been recorded than that of F.G. Webster, a Toronto contractor who was traveling second class with his wife, their six-year-old son Frederick, and year-old tiny sons William and Henry. They reached the deck with others who were in the dining saloon when the torpedo struck. Webster took his son by the hand and darted away to bring life belts. When he returned, his wife and babies were not to be seen, nor have they been since. W. Harkless, an assistant purser, busied himself helping others until the Lusitania was about to founder. Then, seeing a lifeboat striking the water that was not overcrowded, he made a rush for it. The only person he encountered was little Barbara Anderson of Bridgeport, Connecticut, who was standing alone, clinging to the rail. Gathering her up in his arms, he leaped over the rail and into the boat, doing this without injuring the child. Francis J. Luker, a British subject who had worked six years in the United States as a postal clerk and was going home to enlist, saved two babies. He found the little passengers, bereft of their mother, in the shelter of a deckhouse. The Lusitania was nearing her last plunge. A lifeboat was swaying to the water below. Grabbing the babies, he ran to the rail and made a flying leap into the craft, and those babies did not leave his arms until they were set safely ashore hours later. One woman, a passenger on the Lusitania, lost all three of her children in the disaster and gave the bodies of two of them to the sea herself. When the ship went down, she held up the three children in the water, shrieking for help. When rescued, two were dead. Their room was required, and the mother was brave enough to realize it. "'Give them to me,' she shrieked. "'Give them to me, my bonny wee things. I will bury them. They are mine to bury as they were mine to keep.' With her form shaking with sorrow, she took hold of each little one from the rescuers and reverently placed them in the water again, and the people in the boat wept with her as she murmured a little sobbing prayer. Just as the rescuers were landing, her third and only remaining child died. Even the young girls and women on the Lusitania proved themselves heroines during the last few moments and met their fate calmly or rose to emergencies which called for great bravery and presence of mind. Fourteen-year-old Kathleen Kay was returning from Toronto, where she had been visiting relatives. With a merry smile on her lips, and with a steady patter of reassurance, she aided the stewards who were filling one of the lifeboats. Soon after the girl took her own place in the boat, one of the sailors fainted under the strain of the efforts to get the boat clear of the whirlpools that marked where the liner went down. Miss Kay took the abandoned oar and rowed until the boat was out of danger. None among the survivors bore fewer signs of their terrible experiences than Miss Kay, who spent most of her time comforting and assisting her sisters in misfortune. Ernest Cowper, a Toronto newspaper man, praised the work of the Lusitania's crew in their efforts to get the passengers into the boats. Mr. Cowper told of having observed the ship watches keeping a strict lookout for submarines as soon as the ship began to near the coast. The crew proceeded to get the passengers into boats in an orderly, prompt, and efficient manner. Helen Smith, a child, begged me to save her. I placed her in a boat and saw her safely away. I got into one of the last boats to leave. Some of the boats could not be launched, as the vessel was sinking. There were a large number of women and children in the second cabin. Forty children were less than a year old.'